0: Hey guys, Kathleen Carnally here. We're going to be picking it up in James chapter 4 starting in verse 11. So go grab your Bibles, maybe a pencil, a notebook. Now open us up in song. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but But the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Oh. Thank you for the blood that covers us. Thank you that you take our sins and you wash them away, that they are forgotten. We trust you for everything, Lord. Fill us with your word by the power of your Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory and praise forever. In Jesus' name, amen. So turn with me to James chapter 4, and we'll pick it up in verse 11. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. So there is a lot to unpack here in this one verse. Number one, it says don't speak evil of one another. Dealing with the mouth, bridling your tongue, controlling your speech, which we studied all throughout chapter 3, is so important and fundamental. I highly suggest going back and listening to those studies if by chance you missed them. I believe they are episodes 17 and 18, right around there. So James is telling us, don't talk about your brother. Don't speak evil of him or of the law for that matter. Because when you judge your brother, like it says here, you're actually judging the law. We did not write the law, nor is it our job to execute the judgment of the law. All of that is God's business. He's the one that saves. He's the one that destroys. Verse 12 says, There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? It reminds me of the scripture that says, Who are we to judge another man's servant? Romans 14 is such a fantastic cross-reference for this scripture because it goes into further detail about this kind of judgment that is God's alone. Romans 14.10 says, But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set it not thy brother? Meaning, why do you have contempt for them? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So, all of us are going to give an account before God, and our works will be judged. The Bible says they will pass through the fire to reveal what sort that they are. A little side note here this judgment seat of Christ that we see here at the end of verse 10 is not to be confused with the great white throne judgment that we see in Revelation chapter 20. That is the judgment of the world. But the judgment that we are talking about here is the believer's judgment that we also see in 2 Corinthians chapter five, how our works will be tried. We will give an account for them and see what manner they were. God will look at every intention. We read a lot about this in 1 Corinthians chapter three as well. And it says how there will be great rewards for some and for others, there will be loss. But all in all, this judgment is for them that call Jesus Christ Lord, those who are submitted unto him. Here in Romans 14, verse 11 says, For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Verse 12, So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So don't worry about judging each other. Be ready to give your own accounts unto the Lord. And then verse 13 says, Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. So how is our life affecting others, the people around us? Judge that, he says. Don't be a stumbling block. What does that mean? It means don't do anything to hurt, to hinder, or distract your brother or sister in their walk with Christ. Or God forbid, cause them to fall. Judge this, the scripture says. It is important to remember that just as much as we are told the ways not to judge, there are ways in which we are told that we should. God wants us to make good judgments. And scripture teaches us the difference between the two. How judgment starts in the house of God and how it's even important to judge ourselves. Jesus told us to look at the mote in our own eye first, then take it out. So, That we can help our brother remove his. Jesus didn't tell us to pretend it wasn't there. The evil judgment he is warning us against is the kind that points out the plank in their eye, meanwhile having a plank sticking out of our own and bringing condemnation to them. Rather, Jesus teaches us to see the plank, to realize or make a good judgment that that is not good for our brother, And instead of condemnation, bring restoration. Help a brother out. Help him remove it after checking and being sure that your own eyes are clear first, of course. Both are judgments, but one is evil and not helpful, and the other is good and very beneficial. This is why we see all throughout scripture, judge not as well as judge Not because it's a contradiction, but because the Bible teaches us about evil judgment and good judgment. The problem with saying that judgment in itself is evil is that we then end up throwing out the good with the bad, and that is not beneficial for us. We went so much deeper into this some weeks back in episode 10. I highly recommend watching and studying out the scriptures in that episode if you haven't yet already. But for now, I leave you with this. The answer to all of this is love. When we love, we will judge with wisdom. We will seek others' good. We will have compassion and stand for truth all at the same time. And we will remember ultimately that it is the God of love who is the righteous judge of us all. So like Paul says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, may the Lord direct our hearts in the love of God and in the patient waiting for Christ our Lord.